podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Exciting episode of the Movie Pit Podcast. This is your host Ryan, joined as always Seth. Howdy, y'all, and welcoming back for the first time in a while, Roxy and B. Hello, oh, hello, hello. So today we're finishing up sci-fi for this stint in sci-fi with night un- or 2013's Under the Skin. But before we get into that, what have we been seeing? What do we want to watch? What we don't want to watch? Uh, I went and saw the Book of Mormon. Uh, oh. the play. In Tucson. Okay. Oh, so that's why you went down to Tucson. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we saw it. First time we saw it was in Boston. Or no, fucking I'm an idiot. We saw it in Chicago. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we saw it in Chicago. Marijuana <laughs> affects the memory. Well, dyslexia. Because we've been to both. And I just, I always mix those two up for some reason. Just assholes live in both. But um, <laughs> this is a very true <laughs> statement. But we like, we mob by and they were like, oh. You know, Book of Mormon's playing. And we're like, all right. And they're like, you want to put in a, your names for a raffle? So we said, sure, why not? So we put our names in for the <coughs> raffle. They're like, come back in an hour and we'll tell you if you won or not. We said, okay. So we come back and they're like, you guys won. We're like, sweet. So um, Kristen had to sit behind a pole. Okay. And I sat behind a low ceiling. Um, and then at halftime, we swapped. So like. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this time in Tucson, we got good seats. We got to chill. It was for her parents, like 40th anniversary, I want to say. Okay. Um, so it was, That's cool. you know, what, uh, uh, what was the venue at? That's a good goddamn question. <laughs> was it near the university? Um, it was on campus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was a good venue. Never been there before. I skated the shit out of that, that college when i was younger but i you know never went inside the buildings Uh, (laughs) (laughs) they frown upon that yeah weird um i finished uh disenchantment Uh, i feel like they ended it pretty good i definitely recommend people if you haven't seen that show it's another matt graining film the dude that did like futurama and simpsons and shit like that fucking great okay definitely enjoyed the fuck out of that show um still kind of nibbling a little bit on lucifer I didn't really have time to sit down and watch movies and mm-hmm. write them down. And I don't know why, because we were, well, it was Friday, Saturday. I don't know. And then I, I didn't work good. on Sunday. So, yeah. Mm, I don't know what I'm amped to see. But, uh, yeah. How about you, Roxy? Um, I've been watching Futurama lately. 
Um, that's been the main show. I'm not too sure what movies I have watched recently. <laughs> um, Gil- Goodwill Hunting, but I had to do that for school. Yeah, your dad and I were talking about that. Yeah. What do you think about that one? Um, I would like to rewatch it instead of having a laptop on my lap the whole entire time, having mm. to answer questions. Um, but I think I really liked it. I mean, obviously the questions helped me understand a little bit yeah. better, or differently. And so I would like to watch it again. Obviously, Harmony's part was <laughs> the best part. Yeah, um, that cameo was great. I love Harmony. So, um, and then another film I watched uh, a while ago. I watched um, Don't Worry, Darling. Okay. That one was really good. But that was my first time ever watching a movie that had like a turn like that, especially in like a simulation or mm. something like that. And it was just creepy. It just made Harry Styles look really gross at mm. the end. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I can't wait to see the new Saw movie that's coming out. So We're going to talk about that when it gets around to me. <laughs> <clears throat> How about you, B? Shit, man, I've just been listening. I just listening. I've been watching too. Um, Futurama. I watched Good Will Hunting with them. But um, no, I've been watching a lot of football. That's about it. Um, <laughs> it's that time of year. It's it that, that time, time of year. But it's weird though, because uh, I like Futurama. I don't like The Simpsons. Simpsons is not not my thing. How like, much Simpsons have you watched? I watched a, a shit ton of Simpsons. Yeah. You know, I watched them um, as growing up. It was Family Guy, Simpsons, and. Um, South Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Simpsons is just. Huh. I See, like I grew it. up with The Simpsons. The Simpsons that is now, I can't stand. It's not the same as it was when it came out in the eighties. But that's like how it is with Family Guy now. I feel like. Oh, oh yeah, Family Guy was yeah. way better in its early seasons. Yeah, way it's, fucking better. Yeah, but it's still the same shit. <laughs> like I don't know. I I've stuck. Simpsons lost it, me for a little bit, but I the, went back. The writing has gotten so crappy. Yeah, definitely. It, I agree with that. But some of the newer shit, even now, some of the newest episodes mm. that I've watched, I haven't. I haven't hated them. I mean, the thing that I love about the Simpsons, regardless of like quote unquote the quality and the, the writing, still there's still that the a certain flair in there that makes me laugh every time I watch an episode. There's okay. still they can they can still get me right, and that's maybe just. I'm that lowbrow, I guess, or something. But Family Guy, I feel like, is way more fart jokes and shit like that. Whereas Simpsons, they, I don't know. It's it's the Family characters Guy themselves. Will tell you a joke and then explain the joke to you. <laughs> yeah, and I, the Simpsons, they're I I get them because they're it's the it's it's the the tone, right? It's the characters. It's the characters themselves. Because I'm such a voice guy, like the tones of their voices how they say shit and then their attitude towards it. It's enough for me. Like it's, it makes me laugh. Just it's, I just oh, don't like how, how they're, they're yellow. It. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me mad. That's oh, that's yellow. Funny. I don't oh know my why. goodness. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, that's, I never that's knew that. Okay. okay. I can see that being annoying. Yeah. And there's like one brown. Uh, Apu. The, yeah. Apu. Yeah. Yeah. Apu Nahasapita Petalon. Is he still on the show? Uh, well, they got a new voice actor. It's- that is such fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> this world has gotten too fun- fucking politically correct. 
Oh, no, they totally should have done it. Yeah. Who gives a fuck who voices what color a cartoon character is? People who are offended for colored people. White people who are offended for colored people. That's offensive. (laughs) If the community that the show is portraying isn't saying shit about it, Whitey, keep your mouth shit the fuck out of it mm-hmm. you yeah this is the world we live in my man I, I can't change these things bro i bitch every day about it it's it's part of my uh, existence i just because they it. eliminated so many voices that hank azaria did on that show because of that shit um no uh big mouth did it um, oh every fucking show yeah, i feel like there was like a bent over and took it the family guy did it yeah oh for reals yeah, yeah with um cleveland mm-hmm. well, that's why they got canceled the cleveland show well they should have canceled that show. That show got canceled a lot, I thought. No. Uh, a lot? Family Guy got canceled a lot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Futurama. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. It's on its, like, fifth time back. Mm-hmm. Fifth or sixth. It came out, like, Oh, I feel like they we make jokes about it. Don't they do. Sometimes they go oh, yeah. back and, like, here, you can look at my eye. You can see that it's, like, they drew it all fucked up because they had no budget for, like, a <laughs> yeah. drawing. So his eye is, like, in one scene, it's all fucked. Then it comes back all normal. They call <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like you'll see Meg and she's drawn all shitty or whatever. <laughs> I love how much they shit on Meg. That's the only that's the only thing that brings me back to fucking family guy. Is them how much they shit on Meg. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody. Even but fucking else, Brian. <laughs> yeah. But just you know, all the all the Peter shit and all the, the cutbacks, I'm just I'm burnt out on. It. I gave Orville a shot and I loved that. Uh but you to gotta love extent. the pervy neighbor. Um, oh yeah, you gotta oh. love the pervy neighbor. <laughs> I can do his voice too. <clears throat> paper boy, <laughs> hey paper boy, why don't you come get the paper? That's pretty. Hey Chris, <laughs> hey Chris, why don't you come on over? But he does this whistle. That, thing. Yeah, I know. I hate yeah, that thing so bad. I I don't know why. It just irritates me so bad when I just I don't know. I hate it. Come on, Jasper, go do your pees and your poops. <laughs> yeah. So I watched um on my documentary kick still from last week. Watched Running Down a Dream and in anybody's if you even remotely like any of his music, Tom Petty, watch the documentary. It's long though. It's like four and a half hours long. Jesus the fuck Christ. On on who's it about? Tom Petty. Tom, okay. Well, that's worth it. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of the most in-depth documentaries on a single person I've ever seen in my fucking When life. was it made? Uh, it came out right after he died. Mm, so a couple of years back? Yeah, so... Within the last five years? 15, 16. Because remember, he's been Get gone my advocate. now. He's been gone now for about eight, nine years. That breaks my heart. Yeah. It's time. Every day, something else with time timeline scares the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, watched Halloween 25 Years of Terror. Great documentary that was taking place at the 25th anniversary convention they held in Pasadena. Hi. Um, watched it because it's coming up this year. They're doing, the, I think it's the 45th uh, convention. Mm. So. That scares me even more that it was 20 goddamn years ago that I bought that fucking DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of awful movies have been made since. Yeah. 
Halloween ends. Um, <laughs> you got it. Watched Menace to Society. All right. I love that. I forgot how good that. Have you was. seen Menace to Society? No. Okay. No. It was you know you kind of watched a bunch of those kind of films. In oh that no! Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would love to. I would love to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like if you like Boys in the Hood Boy, and shit I, like yeah. that, yeah. this movie is right fucking up there. Um, I haven't really watched much more than that. I did listen to some new podcasts. And discovered a movie that I'm going to watch. And if it's how they describe it, we might jump it into next year sometime on this podcast. It's called The Dark and the Wicked. The Dark and the Wicked. Okay. How they describe it is this movie makes Hereditary look tame. (sighs) So I am intrigued as hell. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yes. What's I, it called again? The Dark and the Wicked. The Dark and the Wicked. It's the from D and the 2020. W. Okay. Somehow it completely avoided my fucking radar. But it's on my radar now. And anytime I hear shit like that, I'm going to fucking watch it. Did you watch the trailer for it? Yeah. Looks pretty good. Very much looks like Ari Aster style shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Another movie I need to watch. It's a film from the director and writer of the uh, Brazilian film uh, Record, Wreck, which was the original version of the American remake Quarantine. Okay. It's called Veronica. And the reason why I have to search this film out is because reports are now saying that 38 and of 52 people cannot make it through the movie. Because they say it's the scariest and most fucked up shit they've ever seen in their life. And you tell that to somebody like me, (laughs) I'm going to test that back. (laughs) And is it out now or it's coming soon? I have not been able to find any like streaming platform that has it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still working on it. Yeah. <clears throat> I found found some bootlegs. Well, not bootlegs. They're from overseas. Um, but they have no subtitles. Um, so I'm not going to watch a movie I can't understand. Google. Just put your Google. Oh, I'm not on doing your phone. Google Translate. God, right no. Sometimes that does crazy. not work. I, trust me, working in a... Working At in, the next light, make a left turn, then turn booby. <laughs> it's like okay translates random movie. words um we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast finally they've officially announced it last week on their website the mean one.com the mean one will be available for home viewing october 2nd the dark and the wicked i think is going to be on shutter it is a shutter movie okay tight i didn't know that so just Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, I just figured good. that's kind of cool information to, to put out there for yeah, those. It's I, on Shutter. For the fuck, I'm going to watch it. Hell yeah. Thank you, buddy. Shout out to B. That's yeah. how we watch this movie, too. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, I, was, I definitely wanted. So we finally get to see the mean one in homes if you want to. Okay. Um. So maybe that'll make its way into our Christmas lineup this year. <laughs> um. Broke my rule. Oh, you watch Brokeback Mountain again? 
With pants on, I hope. Never. Okay, good boy. Um, did some reading on Saw X. Okay. I have high. I have good. I don't want to say this too, like openly. Like I have hopes for this movie, and that's what's going to kill me if the movie sucks. <laughs> Oh, okay. If, if I understand. The, yeah. Because it, I tried to avoid all media on it, but it just kept popping up in my fucking, I'm like, fine, I'll fucking read it. <clears throat> um, it sounds like it's going to be, fuck, the test screenings have all been really positive. Oh, that's good. And um, how they oh. bring it back, because I don't think you were on the, you weren't on the podcast when I mentioned it. How the t- this and the timeline of the Saw movies go, it's the 10th movie. But it takes place between Saw 1 and 2. Okay, so that makes sense now. That's how, that's how they brought him back. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we haven't even like finished the whole series. We're you definitely are. Yeah. We have not <laughs> gone past 4. We like we watched them. And then we stopped at 4. And then we decided to rewatch them like a while ago. And we stopped at 4 again. Okay. When he dies. Why do you? Well, he dies in the third one. Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, you guys yeah, always yeah, confuse so. us. Oh, We've yeah. had this talk before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's so much that goes yeah. on. No. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there is. Oh, there's wait, like, too wait, much. That's the one that you guys ended on? Yeah, it's the one that he died. Watch four and five because it'll really mess with your heads on what's going on. Oh, in regards to the storyline and shit, it fucks with you? The timelines. <clears throat> oh, the timeline. It, like, the soft franchise is the most screwed up timeline of one of the most screwed up. God. Okay. So do you think that maybe with this one that's in between one and two, it's going to maybe help explain some of that shit or maybe it'll retcon I, it? I honestly don't know what they're going to put Fair. in this one. Okay. I honestly so, don't know. But okay. So let's think about that. So you, have you seen the trailers? Yes. Okay. Multiple trailers? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you read a thing about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you have but everything a little I've, bit. Yeah. Like <laughs> everything I've read is very spoiler free. Everything, which means there's been more than one. Yes. So you dove. All right. I told you I caved. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Jigsaw character and bringing Amanda back. Mm. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with that. Because she's age. <laughs> she, she's the one that. Like she had the bear trap on in the very first one and yeah. became the apprentice. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. she was just killing people for fun. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. There was no way out Never of her yet. traps. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. She That's so cunty, dude. Hmm. So like, I'm sure that's going to tie into this somehow. I just hope they do it the right way. Um, I don't know if I want them to go back to like the early in the Saw films before they got like crazy fucking like they get gory and fucking violent. Okay. Like I mean extremely gory and fucking violent. (laughs) Yeah I see the third one gets me with the pigs. I can't. That that makes sense. That's a disgusting fucking scene. (laughs) Yeah no. Imagine seeing that in theaters on a like. No I would have to literally (laughs) walk out like that's disgusting. I hate that scene so much. <laughs> um, I think you'll like maybe not the f- fifth one, but 
four, six, and seven are pretty decent. Jigsaw, interesting. Spiral, you can take it with a salt shaker. I, that's the one we talked about that. I don't understand how they put fucking Chris Rock at the star of a fucking horror movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just got to dive in there and as an actor and test out horror films and see what it does for you, I guess. And I keep re-watching the Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. I hope it's good. It looks good. We had the conversation about the PG-13. I'm hoping they can do something with it. And hoping at some point they release an unrated cut like they did with Megan. Okay, that'd be tight. Like, that's all I can fucking hope for. <clears throat> Have you watched anything on it yet? Uh, actually, I haven't. I've seen clips here and there. I haven't searched for it. I know that I, sh- I kind of want to, but when it comes out, we'll, we'll scope it, and I'll kind of go from there. <clears throat> A movie I want to watch, um, it's called Black Demon. Okay, that keeps popping up on my feed, too. Yeah, it's, it's about a shark. Yeah, it's based off a Hispanic legend. Mm-hmm. So, again, I hear positive things from the whore community. Yeah. A lot of negative things from the Norman community. So, <laughs> hopefully it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was kind of doing a little bit of research on, so the John Wick films are like run and gun. I like that kind of shit. It's Mm. cool. Um, The hotel that everything is based in, there's this dude that runs it. His name is Winston. And so they've got this, I want to say it's like three parts. And it's a story of young Winston and how he comes to fucking be the one that runs the hotel. It's going to be a TV show. Yeah. Um, Looks pretty tight. Um, Mm. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think actually it came out ye- today's Friday or today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. It came out yesterday. Did that drop already? I think so, yeah. Because I think when I was reading on it, it said fucking Friday. And I've got some notes and shit on either on my laptop or on the, my notebook in the in the living room, but I don't I don't remember. I think honestly, since I was doing research on it, it was probably on my laptop. Okay. Uh but yeah, it looks Kind of cool. So if you still like? <laughs> are you not able to reach your? Because he's like, I don't want to. Uh, I'm just gonna find it. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. So yeah, if you're a John Wick fan, hopefully, uh, I kind of scrolled through the trailers. They look pretty good. I'll check it out and tell you. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with it, because Winston was a great character in those four movies. He was, and in the actor they got to portray him in the movie was. Oh man, they nailed it. So whoever they cast him in this one's got some ginormous fucking shoes to fill. Um, I didn't recognize him. It could be a new dude, or maybe he's somewhere that he's a new guy, and I just don't recognize him because I don't watch current shit as much. That's fair. Um, had a gang of notes, man. Like, <laughs> like a whole notepad, and I just. Fell asleep or something. It's all. Um, So before we listen to the trailer and talk about this, going back to what we've done the last couple of podcasts, was looking some shit up online. Really, this January, it's coming up on two years 
since the great Bob Saget passed away. Oh, it's shit. I believe that was fucking two years. Yeah. And this month, almost to the day, 16 years ago, his first HBO comedy special dropped. And I think it was called That Ain't Right. <laughs> yeah, that was set up, by the way. So we're clear. What? His death. Oh, we're not going conspiracy route right now. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're, nope. Nope. Another podcast. And I would love to be on an episode where we talk about that because I don't disagree with you. Yeah, we'll have you on. Uh, <laughs> have either of you listened to his comedy? I don't know who that is. Bob Saget? No. He was the uh, Danny Tanner, the dad from Full House. That's still that's still way outside her existence. See, I know what Full House is. You don't. You think I don't know what that <clears> is? It <throat> was on Nick or uh, Nick Knight. Oh uh, my God! It's on Nick at Night now. No, okay. it was yeah, on Nick was. Knight, and now it's oh, like I don't know old. what Nick uh, what Nick Knight is now. But okay, yeah. Anyways, so he was the dad. Yeah, okay. he was the dad, and he also hosted the very first incarnation of America's Funniest Home Videos. Um, but. For those of you who loved Danny Tanner, <laughs> tread lightly with his comedy because he's very different than he is on that show. And this is one of my favorite things he's ever done. It's uh, doing the songs again. You probably have heard this one, but there's a possibility. It's one of my favorite things he's ever fucking Here's a song, uh, it's a love song for somebody that I loved a lot in my life, and it's, it's very, very sad, and I hope it bums you out severely. This is really messed up. It's a country song. <laughs> I guess. Here it is. He was my friend. I was never alone. He actually has a pretty good voice, too, actually. It's not bad. He dug a hole. And he buried his bone. But it gets very sagged here in a minute. But there was one night <clears throat> that I still can't recall <laughs> when I got really drunk and my dog licked my balls. <laughs> <laughs> my dog licked my balls. Yes. My dog licked my balls He was just one foot tall But that dog licked my balls Yeah, it's still going <laughs> I fell to the floor All that booze made me faint He was scared I was hurt Stuck his nose in my taint. <laughs> I woke with a start. I couldn't pretend. Cause I just hooked up with my very best friend. <laughs> my dog licked my balls. You're not going to forget this. My dog licked my balls. I'm really sorry. I picked him up at the mall. 
Who knew one day that he'd lick my balls And one day he died And I sat there and cried All alone in my house I sat Then I went out and bought me a cat And that cat licked my balls <laughs> That pussy licked my balls He choked on a hairball cause he took it all Man, it really made me miss my dog Because my dog licked my balls Come on, just the women my dog licked my balls. Just, just the animal rights activists. My dog licked my balls. Just the taxidermists. I miss him so much because my dog licked my balls. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah. Now, did he do that while he was on Full House? This was probably, or, ooh, this was about house. 10 years. Be, it was at long after Full House. Oh, okay. Full House went off in 98, 99. This was 2007. Oh, wow. So this was. Oh, was this? About, they casted him singing, my dog licked my balls. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's why he got canceled yeah. in real life. Mm -hmm. oh, that's why he got pee. casted that's why he got casted casted out of life sorry see if I can find <laughs> I, since, since we're talking about Full House I'll see if I can find the other one they rebooted Full House too didn't they Fuller House Fuller House it's mm. stupid is he on that one uh, yeah Okay. He reprised his role on. Well, everybody but the Olsen twins came back. Oh, for the well, fuck real? Well, because yeah. the Olsen twins had like trauma. Oh, yeah. They were all fucking. <laughs> their trauma is their fucking substance abuse. They were full housed. That's what I thought. I thought they were on something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Their trauma is out. Drugs. They're like, ah, I fucked up. Right. That's their trauma. This one's a little shorter, but since we're talking about full house, I'll play it. They went all Bam Margera on it. Like, no, oh, that no. was the character on Full House, that he was gay. And I say, I don't think so. All right, maybe, but I don't know. But I needed a mission statement that could be like my, the banner that I would wear proudly, you know? So this is my scarlet letter. <laughs> this, is, this is a song called Danny Tanner Was Not Gay. And, um, <laughs> and I needed a tune worthy of such a statement. So I went to the greatest composers of our time, the Backstreet Boys. They're fucking awesome. <laughs> And they are back, and they are street, and they are boys, and they are men. And they rock my fucking world. And yet he's not gay? And I got one of their <laughs> cell numbers, and I won't say which one, but he's awesome. <laughs> so here's a song, and it's called Danny Tanner Was Not Gay. It's opposite day. And, <laughs> and, and here we go. And thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it. Best friends forever. <laughs> We're here on a... Friday or Tuesday, whatever the fucking day it is. This guitar's from eBay. I've heard some of you say, but 
Danny Tanner was not gay. Tell me why they lived in San Francisco. <laughs> Tell me why they went through lots of Crisco. Tell me why I never slept with Dave Coulier. But Kimmy Gibbler got it this way. <laughs> that ain't right. It was more like... I don't remember. I was all on comp tracks. <laughs> After eight years with them in a house with two men, they were my second family. The last show shed a tear, then Stamos grabbed at my rear, and Uncle Jesse was inside of me. <laughs> Sorry, he likes that lyric. He's fucked up. <laughs> Sometimes the show wasn't that funny, but Fuck you. <laughs> Made lots of money. Yeah, good values. But I gave, I gave half to my ex-wife anyway. Would have been cheaper if I had been gay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why some people called me faggot. Tell me why. Maybe because my last name's... Thank you. I changed it. It used to be somosexual. <laughs> changed it. Tell me why I suck dick for coke, but that's not the same. <laughs> I seen him. <laughs> but that doesn't mean Danny Tanner could be gay. Oh, Danny Tanner was not gay like Dave Coulier. <laughs> <laughs> but if, like I said, if you haven't seen any of his shit, look up some of his stand-up like those songs those oh, are yeah those are tame <laughs> oh yeah and dave coulier was the other guy that was on there yeah he was uh joey he was, he was the comedian yeah yeah okay. uh, <laughs> cut it out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that was part of his stand-up whenever he would like do a joke or something like cut it out i don't know just that's the only thing that stuck on my head i did like the fact that they actually implemented that into his character on the show because that was his shtick from his stand-up before the show. I was, uh, yes, that's true, yeah. <clears throat> and interesting fact on, before we talk about another this game, Dave, how Bob Saget hosted America's Funniest Home Videos. Do you remember the show that Dave Couillet hosted that followed America's Funniest Home Videos? I could see him maybe wearing like a blue fucking suit or something. Yep, yep. Uh, and, uh, America's Funniest People. People. <laughs> mm. you can do all the I've tried finding any clips from that fucking show they don't exist online America's Funniest Videos or People People mm. America's huh. Funniest Videos is still going yeah I was gonna say they're still doing yeah. new ones yeah to that's this fucking, day. fucking crazy the old ones are classic that's oh, when oh yeah <laughs> that was like our social media is when people would submit their fucking their videos oh, and it yeah. was amazing dude every week we want like me and my brothers were fucking filming stupid fucking shit. I was like, Mom, send it in. <laughs> <laughs> really? Did you guys ever get on? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, I don't Never know. Was. The only one that ever stuck on my head the most is where this little kid, he fucking opens up the garage door and he like lifts it up and it fucking goes as high as his little arms were able to get it and his strength <laughs> he goes and his power. And no, no, no. And then he lets it go, right? And it comes up. And then it comes down and just rocks him in the dome piece and he just crumbles. And I just, oh my God, I don't, I, don't, I was like eight and I just, I nearly died. Like I, 
I would have smashed my face into like a glass window. Like that shit was so fucking. Do you remember watching? Um, because ABC in that time frame was really into their 3D weeks. Do you remember that when they had the America's Funniest Home Videos in 3D? Probably. <laughs> You had to go to like 7-Eleven or Circle K to pick up your 3D glasses to watch it and shit. Came with an icy. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Or a popcorn or something. See, that's the gimmicks that they don't do anymore. That's the shit that I miss. A 3D week. Yeah, well, they do now because it's at home, right? They, well, yeah. You can get the fucking... I know. I understand the gimmick, but... Well, mm-hmm. hmm, I guess I could do the fancy ones. But you just have to buy something fucking... Or something more than just the ticket, I guess. Find them in a cereal box and shit. Yeah. They put them in the Malto meals in the, the bags. The red and blue 3D glasses. <laughs> that always give you a headache after about five minutes. You take them off. Why do I still see red and blue with the fun? Yeah. <laughs> you broke my ass. What the fuck? That movie was awful. I went blind for this. No. <laughs> Lawsuit. All right, let's take a listen to this trailer. Try to synopsize this and yep. talk about Under the Skin. Under the Skin. Motorcyclist retrieves an inert young woman from a roadside and places her in the back of a van where a naked woman dons her clothes. After buying clothing and makeup at a shopping center, the woman drives the van from town to town picking up men. She lures a man into a dilapidated house 
As he undresses following the woman into a void, he is submerged into a liquid abyss. At a beach, the woman attempts to pick up a swimmer, but is interrupted by the cries of a drowning couple attempting to rescue their dog. As it is pulled out to sea, the swimmer rescues the husband, but the husband rushes back into the water to save his wife and both drown. As the swimmer lies exhausted on the beach, the woman strikes his head with a rock, drags him to the van, and drives away, ignoring the couple's distraught baby. Later that night, the motorcyclist retrieves the swimmer's belongings, ignoring the baby who is still on the beach. The woman visits a nightclub and picks up another man. At the house, he follows her into the void and is submerged into the liquid. Suspended beneath the surface, he sees the swimmer floating naked beside him. Alive but bloated and almost immobile. When he teaches to when he reaches to touch him, the swimmer's body collapses and inverts upon itself. The next day, the woman receives a rose from a street vendor purchased by another man in traffic. She listens to the radio report about the missing family from the beach. The woman enters a dark room and is examined by the motorcyclist. She seduces a lonely man with facial tumors but lets him leave after examining herself in a mirror. The motorcyclist intercepts the man and bundles him into a car, then sets out in pursuit of the woman with three other motorcyclists. In the Scottish Highlands, the woman abandons the van in the fog. She walks to a restaurant and attempts to eat cake, but wretches and spits it out. In a bus, she meets a man who offers to help her. At a house, he prepares a meal for them and they watch television. Alone in her room, she examines her body in a mirror. They visit a ruined castle where the man carries her over a puddle and helps her down the up the steps. At this house, they kiss and begin to have sex, but the woman stops and, stops and examines her genitals. Wandering in a forest, the woman meets a commercial logger and finds shelter nearby. She walks. She wakes up to find the logger molesting her. She runs into the wilderness, but he catches and attempts to rape her. He tears her skin, which then reveals a black featureless body. As the woman extracts herself from her skin, the man douses her in fuel and burns her alive. Elsewhere, the motorcyclist stands on the mountaintop and looks out across the snowy field trying to find the female and then credits roll that's a hard movie to try to fucking talk about um yeah I like the weird ones kind of are and the artsy weirdy ones we're gonna go around the room this this way first um just to get initial impressions of this movie yeah um first time seeing it i'm sure i have a feeling this isn't the first time anyone in this room has seen it but um just Initial impressions on this movie. <clears throat> um, so this is my first time seeing oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only watched it. I only watched the end. Oh, that's yeah, right. You yeah. did oh, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is my first time watching it. So the way that I interpreted this movie is like a like a a perfect serial killer, I guess I should say. You know? Okay. Like a... A beautiful woman with no emotions, no nothing. The one that can just attract anybody that she wants and just pff, kill her, kill him. 
perfect serial killer. Yeah. But then she starts to get human emotions and starts to feel and starts to like understand like love and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, she just. And I'm then, glad that you picked. Most people do not pick up on that. I like the fact that you actually did pick up on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I feel like at the end, you see how an actual like male person would actually try to try to murder somebody or try to like get mm. their way, you know, mm-hmm. and all the struggles that they go through. And then, um, yeah, no, he ends up tearing the skin and reveals what it actually is and then gets fucking burned. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was heavy. Roxy. Um, this is my second time watching it, but the first time I watched it, I was at school. So it was like, at rewatching this was crazy because like <laughs> I heard your comments like I don't remember any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for sure. And I guess how I took it was like more like so she would like ask them like, Oh, where is this? you know? And then like it was just like a test to see how easy it was, like for men to be like, Okay, I want you and I will do anything, right? And mm-hmm. then it, they just like submerge and when they keep going, they still keep trying to go for her instead of getting out, right? And so to me, that was just like they're that desperate to just keep going, I guess. I don't know. That's kind of how I took it. And you both, you picked up on another thing I like. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Seth? It was a perfect depiction of an alien trying to come to Earth and experience essentially having a mission objective and then experiencing what it's like to be human and interact with other humans. See, that's where they built her, I feel like. They didn't they made her. It's mm, not so like she's a, artificial? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They like And that's where I wanna go with this. Okay. Yeah, because of my brain, obviously I think it's an alien, right? Um, so that, okay. Yeah. But yeah, everybody's correct. I mean, she's, she exactly experienced what a beautiful woman would experience when they're put in certain situations that they are in. Now, granted, yes, it was karma, right? To a certain, she lured them. I mean, I don't know how deep you guys want to get on this, but I'm just saying it was, it was a perfect depiction of what a beautiful woman is, oh, yeah. is capable of doing me, while we'll at get, the same time having things capable happen to her as well. I have a feeling we'll get I deeper as this progresses mm-hmm. um my first first time watching this is when it came out in 13 and i had it was one of those movies that i had no words coming out of because i did not understand yeah what i had just seen it, it's yeah, pretty weird i mean I it, was it's, for the first it's time weird too. and artsy and just kind of like what the fuck i had to see this movie a good three times before I really appreciated and understood what the filmmakers were trying to fucking say. Mm-hmm. And knowing what I know now, I didn't realize when this came out that this was an A24 film. Yeah, me neither. And like I said, this was their sixth film to be released. Mm-hmm. But with how we were talking, it was five years it took them to make this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. This was actually the first one they started working on. Mm. Um, but with what you guys were saying, your observations and you're right. I do believe that she was an artificial being and created. 
like the very opening scene is them creating her eyeball. So I look at it as you and then have, her test talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have this person, non-person, put into this skin and goes out in the fucking world and all she's meant to do is seduce and kill men. Seduce and kill men. And bring him to this puddle that I essentially powers her to be my guest. Like that black It's not really has doesn't really have anything to do with her. All that is for the guys on the like the higher ups. To make like more the, of her the you people think? on the motorcycles are the ones that are ordering her to do shit. Correct. But I mean that the black liquid goo shit. Yeah. They feed it, right? Yeah. That's what I'm, I that's I'm what gonna I saw. assume it's a it's gonna be hyperbole, but I always it's like a passageway to the mothership or some shit like that. See, but that again, it can't be AI. I mean, because again, I I went alien, so I aliens to, can create things too. Absolutely. So it was foreign, right? It was, so was it made by humans or was it not? That's my question. Oh, it's very alien, but she was made by the aliens. Okay, so is, it, is the biker dude an alien? Yes. Yeah, that's how. It, it, remember how it like looked at her? I think it was like calibrating her. Or they were like exchanging information. He was noticing changes in her. Okay. And hence why. And then she goes AWOL. Yeah. And that's where you kind of see the change in her. That the character is when she meets the dude with the tumors. Mm-hmm. And she does not. She lets him go. When she sees herself in the mirror. And see. Having seen him. And how timid he is. And he's not trying. To get at her. Mm-hmm. He's just being respectful but she's the one pushing she's the one pushing and he was like well of course i yeah i would very much so so then he pinches his hand to see if he's uh, like sleeping or not yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That part. That, then that's when he asked am i dreaming yeah i'm dreaming they're and like you're gonna be in this movie we're gonna pay you x amount of money but then you're also gonna get to see scarlett johansson naked yeah. like in real life and right? i have i have a story for that here in a minute um but that interaction with that man is what shows her the compact, what humans can be. Correct. Not what she's been told humans are. What she was trained or taught. Or and that's programmed. why she lets him go. And the fucked up part with that is he still gets fucking yeah. taken at the end. But he had a good run, figuratively and literally. <laughs> I mean, that was the best time of his entire life. Oh, yeah. And granted, he didn't get to do anything with her, but I mean, so that was that that made his fucking life. Now, the story I was going to say about that, that particular sequence. Um, after the sequence in the van and um, they let the guy know what they were doing and all that crap. He was very like uncomfortable doing anything. At all, like, he didn't want one. He Makes sense. It. He was the character. He was in the movie. He was a gentleman. He didn't want to take his clothes off in front of Scarlett Johansson. Right. And to make him feel more comfortable. She did it too. That's why she. he's the only person. Yeah. That she takes into that room that she's yeah. completely naked. Correct. Because she wanted to make him 
feel as comfortable as he can. That's commitment to your role. Yeah. And, um, like I said, all the men that sit or get taken to that room were just randos off the street. But the dude with the tumors wanted to be an actor for years, but because of his physical appearance, didn't have the confidence of doing it. That's fair. Doing this movie. He's still making movies now. Tight. So. Yeah, see that? Believe in yourself regardless of your physical appearance. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to ask about like, because I know like, so once they pulled them off the streets and they brought them to like, the house would they like because they had to get consent no yeah yeah like yeah anytime like and... when there's that quick cut from the van to the in front of the house yeah that's when they do all the like, oh this is what we're doing do we have permission would you like to continue on the ones that didn't want to continue on they're the ones that just randomly disappear from the van <laughs> you don't see them in the black room okay yeah so i think the funniest like this movie would be hard to fucking make, but the one thing that scared Scarlett Johansson the most about making this movie was driving on the opposite side of the car. That's funny. I bet. <laughs> uh, she was terrified about having to fucking do that. It's, you get, I like it. I enjoy it. The scenes are beautiful. Like after yeah. it cut from like the title to just that waterfall. Or whatever, oh, yeah. just that little river right there is just gorgeous. And the wide angles they use capture the landscape of fucking Scotland. Yeah. So fucking great. The soundtrack was real kind of subtle. If that really theme was. is creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Also. And it's unsettling. That noise. Do you think that was like it transmitting data or information or them trying to get a hold of it? Remember, did you hear that? That like that? There was like a. An alien sound. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can't. Like, alien warble. Yeah. yeah. Like that. You think maybe that was them trying to contact it or reach her or something? Or That's what I kind of always am taking. You only hear it in the very beginning. Mm. And then you don't really hear it at all after mm. she kind of bounces. And she's like, fuck all this noise. Okay. That's, I'm going to go be human. Discuss the elephant in the room. Movie's an hour and 47 minutes. One of the biggest complaints people have with this movie and people might shit on me for what I'm going to say about this because of what I had to say about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes, this movie's slow, but this movie deserves to be slow. There's a lot to take in with this movie. It's an artsy movie. It's going to be slow as shit. That's their their goal. This is a textbook. If you want to know how to make an art house film, watch this fucking movie. I said in the very beginning, I was like, this feels very harmony Right, it is very it, mm-hmm. long oh, yeah. cuts, wide cuts, well, even the, awkward. The scene where things. she's trying to learn how to eat for the first time with the cake. Mm-hmm. How long it takes her to put the the shot of the cake coming from the plate up to her mouth until they cut, and she actually inserts the cake into her mouth. That was a fucking fifteen twenty seconds that <laughs> they was, held on that. Yeah. <laughs> And a part of me thought she was just holding on to it because there was a piece like kind of towards us or closer to her that looked like yeah, it was going to fall off. I and I wondered, I was like, I think she's like, don't fall off. Is this going to ruin the scene if this thing falls off? Like, that's what was going through my head. Uh, and then because then they cut to the, her, you know, facing her face and then you can't see it. 
And I imagine from the angle, it would have been hanging off. And so they probably were just like, <laughs> they got rid of it. But I like that scene because she's trying to see, she's trying to do what humans do. Right. She's trying to assimilate into human life. Doesn't really work out very well for her at that point. But um, Why do you think she spit it out? There's a lot of fucking speculation on that. Probably okay. My honest answer would be she doesn't require nourishment in that form, or her nourishment is something completely fuck. Which is when she eats the souls, that's her nourishment. When she takes the fuckers into the black goop, maybe that's what she feeds off of. Or she, again, she doesn't require. She doesn't sleep, mm. right? You don't see her sleep oh, yeah, at all. She doesn't, mm, she doesn't need to fucking eat. She doesn't drink anything, right? She but she does sleep. Because she wakes up and the dude's molesting her. Okay, so at the very end, but do you think they told her not to sleep or do you think that eventually she just got tired, right? Because that's what's fucked about this life form. We don't really know dick about it. It's all to our own interpretation based off of her actions. And that's one of the intriguing things I find with this movie is it leaves so much up to the viewer's interpretation. Fair. Which drives a lot of people fucking crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. But allows for, I would imagine, a relatively large conversation because we're all going to have our own interpretation. So that's kind of what we should dive into. It's like, okay, yeah. like let's really get into like, what the fuck, some of those questions that we have, right? So what do you guys think about some of that shit? Why don't you think, why do you think she spit it out? Does she have a mouth when she, um, when she took off the mask? Yeah. yeah. She had a mouth, like the, uh, 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 man, she did have black eyes too. Mm. Yeah, I guess she did. It's just because she couldn't, she can't eat. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't need it. Vampires she, don't eat. She, uh, human food. She wants to be a human. Sick, but, yeah. Roxy. Yeah, I guess I'm on the same boat as everybody else. <laughs> I don't know. I really maybe it tasted gross know. to her maybe she doesn't have taste buds maybe she didn't know that she was supposed to chew it and swallow it right maybe she that, it just she just held it in her mouth I thought she, she was choking on it yeah that's kind of how I spit it the first time I saw it first time right because she didn't know what to do it just yeah. sat in her mouth I mean they even zoomed up close to her mouth and she just kind of held it I don't think she knew she was supposed to chew it I don't know maybe she didn't like it maybe it was just like a gross yeah it's it was different yeah, yeah. she never put anything in her mouth before oh my god that'd be a question of <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a question I'd like to ask Scarlett Johansson as playing. The Has character. anybody put anything in your mouth before? No, not that. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, I thought we were still stuck on that last part. My bad. Oh, I got no comment for that one. <laughs> no, but just because she's the one that. You're right. Uh, <laughs> every Sunday you let priests put something in your mouth. It was Jesus, homie. <laughs> And I was so upset when I could have put Jesus in me because I wasn't baptized yet. I just sat there like a bitch on the pew like, man, I want to eat Jesus so bad, but I didn't have his little blessings. I couldn't eat him. I just wanted to eat him so bad. Jesus, let me eat you. Anyways, <clears throat> now I can do it as much as I want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, do you think this movie would have benefited from any time cut out of it? There was a scene that I wanted to be like, why the fuck did they do that? But then I think it helped me understand where the fog came from. But there was a scene where they just show the pretty little wisps of the fuck. They showed the mountain background and then like a lake. 
And then you just see like these little snowy wisp fucks coming off the lake. And I was like, okay, what, what, I mean, it's, it's artsy, right? So they were going to show mm. this is the scenery, blah, 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 blah. Right. But I was like, why the fuck do you need this? It kind of felt pointless to me. Yeah. Um, the point where she, after she gets, I want to say molested when it was consensual, but she didn't realize that what was about to happen with that dude, when she just goes and stares at the fucking wall, like and she's looking at her fucking twat. <laughs> yeah. I, no, 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 no. After that part. When she, oh, log. after that part, and then she goes and she stands up, and then she's just staring at the fucking wall, and he's like, is everything okay? And she, oh, just, stands, she just runs. And then she just, uh, oh, that's what happens. Is she? That's where it cuts to is her just fucking bouncing. Yeah. Mm, okay. I was just like, could, I was trying to imagine, because they cut away from that, and I'm like, what, did, I what guess did he do? Her and the, like, when she's, like, going into the shed in the woods and how she's just standing there, and then she sits down. And then she slowly scoops herself back and then lays down. Mm. She doesn't know what to do, right? So now her, everything that she was taught, everything that she know is known is completely fucked. Like she has no idea what the hell is happening now, right? She yeah. had this mission. Oh, I have some empathy or sympathy with these humans. Um, I, I would say empathy. Okay. So mm-hmm. she, she, she's intelligent enough to learn, um, and feel feelings and emotions. Um, do we think that she is the same exact version of the beings like the motorcycle guy? You guys mm. said they made her or do we think they're the same? They're, they're not the same. I, they're engineers. They highly imply with that very opening scene that she is created by them. Okay. And that's why they're, like you said, they're doing the voice test. They're trying to get everything up. She's saying things wrong. She can't do anything. Um, I mean, yeah. she barely talks as it is. <laughs> that was, that was going to be my next thing to bring up is for it, an hour and 47 minutes. There is maybe 10 minutes worth of dialogue in this entire movie. If you add it, put it all together. Okay, I could see that. She talks in the beginning, and then after that, she's really done. For well, the we, most part, the only real talky talky scenes are in the van. Yeah, that's the majority of it. But they're all the same questions: Where are you from? Do you mm-hmm. live by yourself? Oh, you have a family? Do you live here? And that's where I agree with what B said: Is she's the perfect fucking serial killer? Because mm-hmm. you're not going to take someone that's got family. Mm-hmm. You got a girlfriend. Yeah, or anything like that. They have taught her everything she needs to do. Right. No one's going to go looking for these fucks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And plus, she's a she's a beautiful female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like raps. Like the dude at the party came up to her instantly. Yeah. Right. It was just like, yo, let's let's hang out. Yeah. It's true. Is it? Yeah. Um, fuck, there was something I wanted to say. I can't remember now. I'm sure it'll come back to you. It should. Um. Now, the score, we talked about it. It works good in the home environment. This score was amazing in the theater. Fucking amazing. Yeah. It, no pun intended, it got under your skin every time that fucking song played. It just was so bassy, rumbly, and it panned from side to side in the theater. 
the music definitely I feel fit the lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Set the mood, set the tone. It's very dark. A lot of the lighting on her, the lighting around her eyes. They definitely the I feel like whenever the when I think bassy, I think dark. Right. So as you explained the soundtrack, because I'm picturing it in the theater, mm. you know, with it being obviously pitch fucking black and just that bassy tone with her eyes and just like oh, all those yeah. dark and scenes like, would probably have been so dope. No, like, yeah. Like this whole movie is like with every every time they go to that the majority of the movie takes place in that black room. Yeah. It is stunning when you see it in the theater because it all you see is her and the guy. There is no ambient absent like light in the background maybe a little bit from here from where mm-hmm. the, the lights aren't completely out they're just dimmed down right quite a bit true blacks but it looked fucking killer yeah um i would like i know it not sure if it's out yet they were going to release a 4k cut of this oh i think this would look killer in 4k yeah um the reflection on the black shit was super mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. I loved that so much. Yeah. And I never actually saw a DVD copy of this. So I never saw behind the scenes stuff. I don't know how the fuck they did that shit. What's that? I, the reflection those whole of the- scenes. Like how logistically how they shot those sequences. Oh, to be able to get a room. Oh, right. Because there was no fucking light in there. Um, what about that? That wasn't around then. I'm assuming there was, obviously it was a soundstage. And obviously there was a water tank of some point with plexiglass on there that she was able to walk, walk on, on so top she of, could still mm-hmm. be on top. Right, and they would walk like this. And just go down. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. Um, but I would just actually, I'd probably go to like a Zia, pick it up and watch it on my lap, on the laptop and just, just to take a look at the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And I, this would be one I'd like to listen to with a director's commentary. Oh, yeah. Get all the juicy tidbits yeah, on it. That's for sure. I read a little bit on it. I knew that they worked on it for five years. I knew that Scarlett Johansson was in on it the whole time. And she was like super fucking on board. She's like, hell yeah, let's do all this. Yeah, because um, she wanted to change her image a little bit. Yeah. Well, she was always playing the ditzy blonde. She did a good jump. I liked it. It's a hell of a fucking jump. What do we think uh, the red thing? So, you know, after the body, when they're in the water and you see just the skin being all like, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like all American beauty status and shit, but with the dude's carcass. Uh-huh. Um, and then you see it kind of start running down that that canal of just like, I imagine they use bubbles, but I was looking at the the texture of it and the viscosity. It kind of looked kind of bubbly, maybe. I don't know. It was- I took it as fucking like the dude just imploded on himself. That's your innards, man. <laughs> yeah, part of me just thought they they took the innards because it was just the skin. Yeah, yeah, it was literally just. The it was skin a, a fresh new. Oh, they use that. They use them. Oh, those are sleeves. So that's what they do. That's they, why Scarlett Johansson was the girl that they took out of the ditch. So they can make more uh, sleeves for other beings. That's what she was harvesting. And then that red canal thing, I guess, that's just where they go. And they're like, all right. Also, it at when Scar- when she takes the sleeve off, and it looks at her and it blinks, right? That, mm-hmm. I, this is the first time I ever noticed that it actually fucking blinks. 
Yeah, I think it's creepy. She was still alive. The sleeve was still alive, even though that she took it off, right? Mm -hmm. So what does that say about the sleeve, right? That there's still a form of con that's well, the form also of the consciousness that, that exists on the skin still. Where they kind of hurt themselves with, because I think that's what they were trying to get people to believe. But the fact that when you first see Scarlett Johansson, mm -hmm. she has the skin while the human still has her skin. Yeah, and then she's just declothing her. Yeah, she's just taking the clothing. Uh, okay. So then the sleeve or the skin, whatever. I just call them sleeves because I watched this show called um, Sleeves. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Something Carbon. I can't fucking remember what it's called. Something Carbon. And I'm an asshole because I can't remember. But that's what they have them. Is you just, you just transfer your consciousness into these other sleeves. And okay. um, they just call them fucking sleeves. So that's what I call them. But, so the, but that means the sleeve thing or whatever. It has some kind of interface that I think that she interacts with too. It's a full suit. That is her suit. Which show maybe when she put it on. And it gave her the eyes mm -hmm. because her eyes were black mm -hmm. and you could see that they had color and shit. Maybe she had an interface, right? Maybe that was like a full fucking thing. And so when she took it off, it still kind of blinked and shit because it was still kind of functioning as like a, like a skin. Like it's maybe like, um, mm, I can't think of the fucking term, not flesh. Maybe, I don't know. Okay. Um, going to jump a little bit here to the scene with the logger when she wakes up and finds what he's doing how do you between her character and his character who's the worst who's more at fault you mean in regards to karma no in general like, Who, in your honest first answer, don't think about it too hard because you're going to try to come up with a nice answer. Who's more at fault between him or her? Uh, Who's the worst person? See, that's a hard one, though. Right? Well, so that she didn't just go touch them when they were sleeping, she just seduced them. But she lured other men. That is into, into the thing. He killed people. He came off as nice. So did she. He was very informative in regards. See, he wants a quick answer. I can't quick answer this. I don't know. Because the way neither one of them are good, but he's the worst of the two evils, I think. Because she was doing shit because she was ordered to. He was doing things for his own sick personal grat gratification. And to a certain extent, oh, a thousand percent. Okay, so okay, so here's a little more logic behind that, I guess, because she changed her ways. So, right, she changed. Yeah, once she, when she met the one character and saw herself in the mirror for the first time, that's when the switch flips in her head. Well, plus, can, sorry, go ahead. No, I can see that too when she was looking at herself like completely naked in the mirror, right? She was admiring her skin. 
She's admiring this person. Right. And then she felt this compassion and this sympathy and empathy mm-hmm. for these these humans that she's doing these this bad thing for, right? That she believed was the right thing. And then she changed, right? Uh, so then he does this awful thing. He's a human being. He's got his own free will. He's got no other agenda except his own. He sees this woman. He's like, what the fuck is this thing? And then he sets her ass on fire. Yeah. Or That's a depressing fucking ending. But... <laughs> Yeah, definitely, again, especially after you realize that she kind of changed her ways and now she's had this traumatic experience. I mean, that's that's just a light. I know, and he just you just see gasoline get thrown on her. That was so sad. The, and yeah. then she just starts running off. I don't know, that was really But sad. I, I like the aesthetic choice that the majority of all that sequence with the jogger or the logger, you don't hear the theme song until the very tail end of it. Like, during the entire pursuit, all you have is ambient wood sounds. There's no music in the background. Right. Nothing. And I think that really fucking worked. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Almost kind of like the tables turned. Like, because then the sound happened and she was being the one in pursuit of instead of the other way around. Now, you uh, you brought it up last week on the podcast about the cameras that they created to set up in the van. Mm-hmm. And this is another first time me noticing it. You can drastically see the difference between the candid camera cameras and the big boy cameras, the actual cameras. Oh, yeah. there. You can see the di- mm-hmm. It's fucking close to the untrained eye. You probably wouldn't notice a fucking mm-hmm. difference, but you can clearly see the fucking difference yeah to be able to get to get like super cinema quality camera out of a tiny like well not tiny but a smaller fucking camera that you have to fit into a door somewhere that people dudes can't see a dash cam even i mean that kind of shit well those are probably the small well they still have to get and they probably just put it behind the vent i know they couldn't have because we would have seen the fucking vents they did a good job I want to I, I want to see the footage of every time they went up to a person on the street and they recognized her yeah, that's the footage Sorry, I want to see. Can't, uh, can't talk. Don't want to move me. I know. Weird. Can't talk I'm talking about me. the ones that she's trying to get bring into the van. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we kind of got a glimpse of that at the scene where the people are like trying to get in the van. And because like, the look on her face drastically fucking changed and she just speeds off in the fucking van. I don't think that was scripted. I didn't think it was scripted either. And that's kind of the first experience for her of trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Now now they're being yeah. hostile. She hasn't really seen them been hostile. See, and that's that's what I want to know. Her pro, What was she taught? How much was she taught? Yeah. There's a lot I would like to know. Could this be and, then with, and then with her going to the club and how she was walking away from mm-hmm. the party and those girls just took her and yeah. turned her around and just walked and she just went along with it she she's still like, freaked okay. the fuck out the whole time she's yeah. like looking around like how the hell do well, i get then, out yeah, here yeah and then she panics and then tries to get out and then she just goes deeper down yeah yeah it's it's a traumatic this it's a traumatic experience you come here maybe this was like a they're like look we sent some emails to some other planets and they said this is the reason we don't come visit this movie right here, we're going to give you a depiction of why the fuck we don't come. That, here it is. That's fair. 
We don't want you to rape us. <laughs> sure, sure, we're going to harvest your bodies for sleeves for other beings. But... But... But we don't want you to rape us, that's all. <laughs> Do you wish they would have... Well, I'm not going to say because I have a feeling that they did. Do you wish there would have been at least one other recognizable actor in this movie? Aside from ScarJo? Any of you? The only one that I thought it was was the dude from uh, Snatch. Um, The dude that filmed it the th- with the thick Scottish accent. Talk like, oh, you know what I mean? One uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bricktooth Tony grabs him by the tie and mm-hmm. drags him down the street. I thought that was the one dude. That's why I thought it was. But I don't know if it is or not. I don't, I'm not sure. I do know that they had some, they hired some Scottish actors. And that's going to be all the fucking like cinematic shots that you see cut in here and there. Because obviously they couldn't have done this entire movie candid because it, it just wouldn't work. There's too much information or too much visual shit that they're trying to tell you without giving you the information if that makes sense yeah honestly if they added like another like famous actor or actress it would have to be one of the motorcyclists maybe yeah honestly Mm -hmm. um other than that i don't see any other role for somebody big honestly Mm. this is just scarlett johansson's film that's how i see it like this is hers and it's dedicated to her this is kind of like it's her project maybe like uh the whale sort of or people who these films where they go and be artsy and they try to do something specific you know totally different it's joaquin kind of did it with joker all the jokers have kind of done it but it's just like this is oh the wrestler for fucking uh, Aronofsky. No, no, no. Aronofsky. For Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Okay. That was his film, right? Like that was kind of brought him back. Something different for the him. Well, was Brandon Fraser. Yeah, Brandon Fraser. Um, this was her film. I'm agreeing with you. To to this fucking day. Every time I watch this movie, there's one sequence. Still pisses me off every single time I watch it. What'd you guys think of them just saying fuck off to the baby? Oh. See, honestly. That's what the aliens gotta do. Right. The aliens gotta do. I felt like the ocean scene was like to question humanity with her, right? Like to see if she would go and try and Because you kind of think maybe she'll go back for the kid, but never fucking does. But instead she does witness the fact that they were willing to risk their lives for the dog, assuming she knows what a dog is. See, but then whenever she hears it on the radio later on, she just sits there. But maybe, but again, we don't know how she processes her, yeah. it. Oh, so she does understand that that's what then happened. Then all of a sudden she's like, oh, now I know what was going on because maybe to her mm. she didn't know what that was. True, true. Okay, so again, okay, so that is a great point. Her protocol was get in this car. Here's your lines based off of these parameters is going to get them in the vehicle, take them back to the place, lure them into the building, strip your clothes off, walk slowly backwards, get them in the goo. 
and go back. And I just do that over and over. Right? That's her goal, right? Her task. Mm-hmm. That's her only, I imagine, is her parameters. But she's intelligent enough to start learning outside of those parameters. Okay, that's how it works. She doesn't, maybe she doesn't know what happens when they go into the goo. She just knows that it's her I, job. I believe she to, doesn't know what happens. She does not? I know? believe she doesn't. Okay. So she, she doesn't realize what she's doing is like, quote unquote, wrong, right? She's trained or taught or given a mission or created to do something specific. You're, you're, you're attractive. Men are sexual beasts. We need their sleeves. Because she didn't get any women, right? There's lesbian mm-hmm. chicks. She didn't lure any women. It was only dudes. Now it was all based off of sex. You bringing up your point, though, makes me think of something I never really thought about. You might not be too far off because when she hears that report on the radio, it's when she starts to change. And every time she brings a man to that room, they go down into the goo. Mm-hmm. She sees the couple go into the liquid oh. and never come back. Yeah. And she doesn't know that they never come back until she hears it on the the report. So you might not be too far off on that. Right. That Assuming she knows what that means. Yeah. That they were dying and that they had lives. And because she's taught, oh, you have a family. I know what that means. Right. You live on your own. I know what that means. Or no. you're from here. I know what that and means. And I like how they clearly have to make a point that the child is still missing. They See, never found terrifying. the kid on the beach. So either it wandered off into the ocean to meet the fate of its parents or who uh, knows? Did you watch that scene closely enough, cl- like close enough to see what was going on? Every time they got closer and closer on the kid, the tide was getting closer and closer. Mm. Tide took the kid out. Yeah. But once it starts starting getting dark, you know, I yeah. mean, that makes sense. That tide's going to fucking cover that whole area. Poseidon takes another. <laughs> um, not going to get into the budget yet, but what do you think of the, like, the, the, the look of the production? The <laughs> sets that they did use <clears throat> as opposed to location shots. took full advantage of Scotland if that really was Scotland. Oh, it was. Or like, yeah. I mean... I brought it up. They they took time out of the film to make these very scenic spots. They emphasized the I mean, they went into a mall. Went to a mall. Yeah. A party. Went went to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. They showed neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. I feel like the houses were a little bit rugged too, so they showed... Well, her house was rugged whenever you saw... Yeah, too. Whichever guy, maybe it was the guy with the tumors, and you could like see the entrance to the black like room, and it was all like dirty mm-hmm. and ran down. Yeah, and the ran like, down. Why house. would you want to keep going in there? Yeah, and like obviously you had a few guys look back and be like, maybe this isn't the best mm-hmm. idea, you know? Like, but again, that just goes to show that they know. Uh-huh. That regardless of the men being in a sketchy spot, they're still going to fucking follow their dicks mm-hmm. and go into the sketchy exactly. spot and like yeah. find themselves in a shitty situation. I mean, it's it's got a lot of weird kind of like that's what I'm saying. The basis is like the simple basis is. We know that men like hot chicks and they're going to put themselves in shitty situations. 
we're going to use that to our advantage to use to get their skins. Honestly, though, yeah. yeah, this I never understood with the light, like with the lamp, why she did that, why she freaked out and had to check herself. Because oh, she doesn't have, she doesn't want to rip her skin. That's what I thought. Or she doesn't have a vagina. I. Th- that's you guys are saying because even when she takes because she doesn't when, have boobs there's no boobs when he was trying to fucking she's just a being a unisex being and he was trying to she doesn't have one uh, or maybe she does just <laughs> it's, it's in another spot well she's not going to procreate but she doesn't have to pee when she, she eat, reaches down because he can't get in her right when she reaches down and touches herself she freaks out and that's why she looks at herself because she realizes that something's not right. He's going to notice something's wrong. Why would he be trying to get in here? All right, because it's a full skin, right? So it's it's sealed, yeah. except okay. for her mouth. She her doesn't eyes. understand human anatomy. Right, she didn't, she didn't sweat, right? I mean, I mean there was no was visible cold. perspiration. Oh, yeah, didn't she didn't? She Yeah, she was always cold. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, my God. I'm breaking shit. <laughs> Sorry. No, I. A part of me thinks that she she was a sexless character, the true being underneath the skin. Underneath is a the sexless. skin, that's kind of what I think. Yeah. Okay. It was or sexless. she was just scared, scared shitless, not knowing why there might be an opening there. Right. <laughs> 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 um, you can an- analyze this every which fucking way, um, but I did have a feeling that question was going to come up because they sit on that shot. Like she's staring down there quite a while. On that yeah, shot. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, what do you think? Do you think it was a wise choice career wise for her to pick a movie like this? And I think it's her only, but to do at least her first n- nude scene. No. I feel like a lot of actors or actresses do a lot of news. Well, what I'm saying is, do you think a film like this would is was the wise choice for Johansson to do her first? Most people would do it in a high high budget movie and get paid for that nude scene. Where this one, you know, there wasn't a huge budget. I don't know. To me, it was like she was free in her own I, body. I dis- she didn't have to be so pressured that. under Hollywood. I to be pressured to show her body and be the way she was with it. I don't know. Maybe it gave her more confidence, too, in a way. If it was, like, a lower budget, just, like, not a lot of people around, you know? Yeah. I could see that. Well, think about the character, though, right? She was fully committed to the idea behind the character. She's this being that comes, right? And she just has the skin. She doesn't even know what her body looks like. She doesn't have the shame of nakedness. So being naked means nothing to this being because they don't know, you know, fucking that naked is bad because whatever the fuck we've been taught as humans, why it's shameful to be naked. None of those rules apply to this being. They're learning our ways. So if she, and again, I'm taking the logic of the character. She's diving in and showing, you know what I mean? That's. Mm -hmm. I think she's committing to the role. For the character can also relate to Johansson and it's the whole premise of the movie being comfortable in your own skin 
I think that's the whole point of this movie is you have to be comfortable on your own skin. Otherwise, well, that's going to sound a little weird, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? I agree. I agree that it's definitely important that if you feel weird or uncomfortable in your own skin, to be able to feel um, comfortable. Where the hell do you think I was going? With I don't that? know. I'm. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Go any further. I'm really. Curious I have a dark mind, where, and yeah, I'm this really be, curious. To it'll know be where an after. It'll be an after the show kind yeah. of. Oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but okay. I'm not even gonna ask about the people that weren't actors. Do you think Scarlett Johansson did a good performance in this movie? Yeah, I fucking loved it. That was good. For 10 words, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what's their negative to say about about it really, right? Like, she put on that accent. <laughs> That's the most effort she and really I'll give her credit. Her accent was pretty good, and it didn't sound like her. It didn't sound like her normal voice. Right. That accent completely changed her voice. So... So exactly. So what Ryan is asking is, do we feel like she truly was like a a being and in human form going around and trying to interact with people and shit? Like, does she? I mean, considering we don't really have much of a portrayal of that, but if you're trying to convey, I mean, she was emotionless. She like hardly blinked. I mean, her facial features were pretty much until the only when once she was on and she was in front of somebody and she was acting. Other than that, the whole time she was like motionless. No, yeah. Very yeah, focused, I, looking at everything. Yeah. Scanning, looking. You know what I mean? It was very Terminator-y. Again, it goes back to the whole like killer thing. Like, B nailed it in the, in the jump. I mean, she was a and, trained killer. Yeah. And again, tying it back to... But the, she didn't mean to be a killer. She was just luring dudes with her body. Yeah. That's all she was doing. And again, with her... <laughs> That's it. The way she plays the character goes back to how I say is the turning point when she meets to do with the tumors is like you said, she's emotionless through the majority of this fucking movie. She might grin or smile at the other ones. This is the first one you actually see like her inner physically interact with. Well, she asked, like, don't she get I lonely? Do you have a girlfriend? I feel like there yeah. were sometimes though, like even though like nothing was said or something you could tell she was in an uncomfortable situation oh yeah she like i she feel like there was a first body language in this movie yeah yeah absolutely like just like showing resentment in a way and just like i don't know it was just like yeah uh. and that makes more sense right when you are learning and experiencing all this shit for the very first time and you were probably just trained to have a very small vocabulary action speaks so much louder than what you can. You don't know what to say. What, like, what do you say? Again, me, either she's not trained or programmed to say or she doesn't know what the fuck to say because this, she's sentient. So she, she's yeah. experiencing all of this shit and has no idea what the fuck is happening right now. Right? Well, again, we have no idea what she was trained to fucking yeah. do or program. But, but, but she does have the ability to dive deeper like what Ryan is saying. Like, she asks questions and then with the other guys, they were just chasing their hormones. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, he wasn't doing that. And so she asked different questions based off of his reactions. 
And from there is when she started getting emotional and the tone dropped and you could mm-hmm. tell that he was sad inside. She could she was, so she she has the ability to sense what the fuck we're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's super yeah. in tune to just that. That's what I'm saying. She She's advanced. It's more than just what we know. If she's an alien, if she was created, which I do believe, either way, she very much has empathy. Mm-hmm. She can feel other people's emotions. Yes, but I think, yeah, on a higher level, though, I think. And I think that's why when she meets the logger, her first initial reaction is to find shelter, find shelter, get out of the open. Danger, fight or flight. Yeah. So she's got that, too. Yeah. <laughs> takes on a lot of the human characteristics when you put on the skin there's i think mm. she's also taking on a certain part of like the human's existence mm. right because there's no brain but i don't know this the whole skin thing is i don't know it gets manufactured okay so before we discuss anything further you might have looked it up what do you think this movie was shot for I don't remember if I looked that up or not. But I mean, there was no CGI. Everything was practical. It was all shot probably on location or in a sound set. Keep in mind, they shot on landmarks. It does cost money to shoot on, like especially the castle scene. I'm say 12-9. Roxy, any guesses? I don't know. All right. Fair. Eight. <laughs> Good guess. Eight. Eight mil. Surprisingly, this movie was shot for 13.5. Okay. Wow. But the company that made this movie, granted, it was their first one they were initially working on, the sixth one to be released. Whoever actually distributed the movie to put it in theaters, they had to know that they were taking a huge risk with a movie like this. Because just by watching it, this movie is going to turn a lot of people off. No, yeah. A lot of people off. But with only disturbing images, there's no gore, there's no blood, there's no... Did you hear and any I'm cursing? Talking, I'm talking there about... Is, but I there's, mean, there's blood with the flower. But with look the at American audiences now. I don't know. Or the stone when she whacks the surfer in the head with the stone. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit of violence, Sorry. right? Yeah. No, you're right. I, I got you're on right. the off track though no, of like, right. why did she do that? Do we know? To, to get he him took his in body the to the fucking he. According to the synopsis, which I learned as well, the yeah. the guy that the other she dude sees that's the surfer cat. Yeah, or the the bodysuit guy or whatever the beach guy okay. that she dome pieces. The dude that in. Implodes on himself. Yeah, that's the dude on the beach. Oh, oh, okay. It like deteriorates. Yeah. Like it like starts to fucking decompose. Probably all their insides what? and shit. I thought that was the first dude that walked in. See, that's what I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, that's too. what I thought too. But it was a different haircut. So what happened to the first dude that walked in? He was I'm already decomposed by then. He was decomposed. He already got sucked. He already yeah. got. He got skin. That's how I take it. But did that the first dude kind of had like a crew cut? This guy had the shaggy hair like the dude on the beach it would have been fucked if you saw the baby in there though too 
Oh, oh my god. god! Yeah, I would have given them mad props for fucking doing it. Though. <laughs> it would have been. It, it would have been funny if they just like she just started like grabbing shit. Right? She's just like, if the main objective was just to feed the fucking thing, you just start seeing shit in there. <laughs> There's a dolphin and shit. You're just like, what the oh fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I seduced the, the dolphin. dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, there's a market for it. Look at hentai, but that's like octopus. That's I'm cool. gonna eat a dolphin. No, you're gonna pet a dolphin. <laughs> you said I could put it in your dolphin hole one time. <laughs> that's not petting. <laughs> well, um, you know, but this movie for the company was a fucking financial fa- failure. What did it do in the box? Less than seven two. Ooh, that's quite wow. a lot. This movie like tanked. It got critics fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Critics loved it. People who didn't understand what Audiences they were doing with it, they didn't understand it. Hated it. Yeah. All the NPCs were like, "What yeah. the heck is this?" I got to see Scarlett yeah. naked. That's fucking it. That's Doesn't why matter. every male in America went to go see this movie to see her tits at the end of the movie. So that's the only movie. box numbers. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this dude's like, did you hear? And this movie looks gay as shit. Now this movie has made money in home video. That's when it really took off with the cult audience out there. When people started seeing the film for what the film is. Mm. As opposed to oh, let's go see a sci-fi movie with Scarlett Johansson. No, you, when you watch this movie, you're going to have to use your brain a little bit. Yeah. It, it's a think piece, not a sit back, eat popcorn piece. <laughs> but NPCs don't think. They don't have to. Unless you see exist. Free Guy. Uh, I've seen Free Guy <laughs> uh, with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that. He thinks he's an NPC. The only one, right? Well, it takes one to start a change. <laughs> do you think this movie would do better today if it came out? Because there are more, I'll say, artsy, sophisticated films coming out, like The Witch. Well, her leaks have already been out, so I guess, you know, it's nothing new to do. <laughs> right, so... The, the incentive. Forget that she's nude in this movie. We already said that that was an incentive for dudes to go see it. I'm just, I'm just reiterating that step back. Yes. How would it do today? I don't know, but I'd go see it in the theater today. <laughs> I think it would actually do better today with really? films like Hereditary and okay. shit like that. But she's all Marvel. She can't, right? Or I mean, films like Midsummer, where you really have to use your fucking brain. Because a lot of, have you seen The Witch? I, I heard think it was you and awful. I were trying to watch that and we fell asleep. We kept we try to watch it's that slow, multiple and times. And I heard it sucks. Yeah, it's, with a nail. It's not a bad movie, but movie. it is slow. Like this movie's fast. Yeah. I'm, compared to that some one. Some of the slow burns you want to sit through them, but you're just like, fuck, dude. And but, that's what I'm saying. I think people might get pissed off because of my com- comments on close encounters. This movie is shorter and slower but i enjoy this movie more than encounters by a long shot i enjoy this movie a hell of a lot more than close encounters do you disagree i don't disagree with you i just in my brain my first my knee jerk was they're two completely different films oh yeah they are but in a way they're a fourth kind 
because it's a completely different interaction encounter, right? Because yeah. fourth kind was an abduction. Yeah, this is technically an abduction. She uh, is abducting these men. They are. <clears throat> so they're technically not different, right? They're, they are the same. Well, close encounters was an abduction. So that's the difference between a third kind yeah. and a fourth kind. This fourth kind is, is, third is, is abduction. Contact. Third is contact. Like, what's up? Yeah. Um, first is like just seeing one, like, oh, shit, a fucking UAP or whatever the fuck they call them now. Oh, God. It's a UFO, goddamn. Unknown aerial phenomenon, son. <laughs> well, in fairness, <laughs> a hot air balloon could be a UFO if you can't identify it when you see it. Well, okay. I was just, okay, I'm not going to go further. <laughs> well, you can go further. Well, no, because my brain went on a tangent about cryptids, and there's oh. no reason for us to talk about cryptids. Yeah. So that's why I said I was going to stop. So, yeah. <laughs> Because you said, you know, well, you know, air balloon could be, a, and you're right, 100%. But at one time, a platypus was considered Anything a cryptid. you can't identify in the air is a UFO, if it's flying. That's fair. <laughs> so when you so launch a baby say, from a trebuchet, and you're like, what in fuck's ass is that? Yeah. And you're like, so people that's that say a that fucking you, baby type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when people say un- UFOs don't exist, they do exist. You can't identify everything. That's so then, in the okay. Area. So then, Ryan's correct. That's why they're now called UAPs because mm-hmm. an unknown aerial phenomenon. Yeah. yeah a, a baby, I would imagine, is not a phenomenon. A baby's just a baby flying through the fucking sky, and fuck knows where it's going to land. But it's going to be funny. I'd buy popcorn for that. Oh, t- <laughs> yeah. I would buy you popcorn for that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to write that in the script. Tra- strap a baby to a trebuchet <laughs> just to see how far you can launch the fucker. <laughs> Or what we do is we get two babies from two different fucking Or like uh, do it fucking South Park style. Mm-hmm. Just launch it into a fucking wall. Uh, well, oh my God. There's actually an episode of Adventure Time where they launch themselves from slingshots and to do the, like, the most epic high five ever. But we do that but with the babies. Oh. And you fucking try to launch them at each other so that way they hit each other. You know what I mean? And that way they explode into like a baby phenomenon. <gasps> that's, when, that's when it becomes a phenomenon. When two babies collide in the sky and explode into a phenomenon of greatness. That would be a great pitch. And then John Travolta's there. He's like, now that's a phenomenon. That would be a great pitch to have the guys from Impractical Jokers to do for one of their fucking challenges. Try to pitch that movie to someone where you just fucking launch babies <laughs> at each other <laughs> yeah. from cannons, trebuchets, or, or a ride like at a county fair or some shit like a that. A ballista, <laughs> yeah, a zipper like the the carny ride, yeah. the gravitron, you know, a regular Ferris wheel maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, one, th- my one complaint. What do you think of the use of color in this? It was subtle and dark. It was very dark, gloomy. But the the scene scenes that yeah. had color, they were still dark. Everything they was very dark. They at night, I feel like, and it's a, a glo- lot of it, too. It's a gloomy right ass. dusk, yeah. It's a gloomy country. It was foggy as fucking rainy. Well, that's what how Scotland is. I know. It's the, one of the wettest places. Don't take that. Beautiful greens. Away. Beautiful <laughs> greens. And... Yeah, that's all. There's it, a reason why it's so green. Because <laughs> it constantly is getting fucking water year fucking round. Um, 
We're the on one, an island. The one unique thing I like with because I know they fucking did, they had a camera on the front of the van or a light on the front of the van to do it. Whenever she's driving around and is stopped, there's always a strip of red light right over her eyes. If you notice that, her eyes are always lit in red. And it's not from the stop sign because the top of her head is. It's not from the red lights from being at a red stoplight. If it was, the top of her head would be red too, but it's not. It's only on her eyes. Oh, I never realized that. Well, my only rebuttal to that is that most windshields have a black strip already set built into it, like a sun visor already. And so if that exists and based on the wind, the windshield and shit, maybe that's the perfect cutoff and it just hit her lights and it was the perfect angle every single time. Doesn't cover this. Doesn't. You mean her, her chin? Yeah. Hmm. Fair. That's tight. If that's intentional. Yeah, it, it was intentional. I don't know why they did it. It's menacing. I think it looked cool. Right? Red is a, well, maybe it helps emphasize her red lipstick that she was wearing. Okay. Yeah. And there. That's a color of desire, by the way. Red is. This is where I'm going to start picking lust. up the movie. That she's not supposed to know about humanity, what humans, why they do this, why do they do that. Why'd she go to the mall and buy all this makeup? And all this crap. Because because uh, she needs Because she doesn't know. That's my point. How would she know to do that? Based on- How would the aliens know to do that? Did they observe long enough to know that that's how it is? Or like maybe the body that she took and she could see yeah. the makeup residue? And that's where or, I think there's that. Or it's based off of the research they did on human males. Right. Because um, they obviously did some research, right? Because they know that men are more attracted to what they what they see, right? And when women put on makeup over women who do not, you know, I, I think they know that it accents certain features. And so again, red lipstick is a desirable color. A man who sees red lipstick, just like in the Matrix, the the chick in the red dress, we know that that's a color, right? That's a, the desire color that stands out. That men are like, fuck yeah. And also, uh, there was like a scene, I feel like they got close up to her, and you could see that her makeup wasn't as fresh anymore, mm. and that had been worn off, like she like she doesn't know that you have to reapply it for it to look as yeah. fresh, you mm. know? Because like, you could tell like where her waterline was, like where she did her black waterline. It was all faded away. Oh, shit. See? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Roxy, pay attention to Roxy picked it up. Yeah. But other than that, what you were talking, something just popped in my head. I have never once thought about since the very first time I saw this movie. Are the aliens doing this in retribution? Because they send her in the form of the girl they find in the ditch. You never know how that girl got in the ditch. Right. Could it be fucking retribution, revenge for how that girl got in the ditch? Maybe she was raped and left for dead by a bunch of fucking douchebag guys. Did she cried? Yeah, she did. Did you see those two tears? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they come down. So she was still alive or something. Yeah, consciously, unless she was the previous lead. She was like, maybe she was the. So that's what she is. 
Yim, she was the first rendition of this one. So remember, they're programming the new one in the beginning. The one that they find in the ditch. The dude in the motorcycle guy knows exactly where she's at. See, and if we think that she was raped that's and then a, look at... That's an interesting point. She could have been she could have been choked out and fucking mur- raped and murdered and killed See, and, and they and found her body. think about that, if you're thinking that she was raped, then Scarlett Johansson's character also was about to get raped. Literally, those aliens at the end... We're going to get raped at the end, I feel like. You know, mm-hmm. like they, there's. I never thought about it that way either, that that was a first incarnate, the first one that they sent. Or just a previous one. Yeah, I never thought about that. Because uh, that would explain them, da, 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 and they just use the same one, right? Because they didn't abduct chicks. They just grabbed dudes. And they had the perfect skin already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to say the least, man. Garjo's <laughs> fucking hot as shit, dude. I can't deny I that, ain't man. Gonna she's, fucking say, she's fucking banging. I ain't going to say nay on that. Yeah. She showed up in a van, I'd get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'd jump in. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know where this leads. You don't have to twist my arm. Yeah, right. My mother raised an ugly child, not a stupid one. Yeah, lie. right. My mom said only if they have Reese's <laughs> to get in. And none of them ever did, but I still got in. Never paid off for them. Um, when did you first see this movie? Just recently? After the, so the child saw it and then I saw it shortly after. Okay, so you both did. saw it this year. Yeah, I saw it. I had it been literally the last week of school, the week before. Okay. I just know that. May. Yeah, I had it been in May because I went on a little Scarlett Johansson rabbit hole and that's just because max <coughs> but yeah i remember watching it and then i finished it at his house so i mean and that's why you only saw the <laughs> end yeah, that's why i only yeah. saw the end <laughs> what'd you think only seeing the end what part did you start at that's a good story i want to hear like yeah coming in on that ending what <laughs> i think he started when I, she was in the shed no no I, I, I think i saw scarlett johansson naked Oh, okay. And then I saw saw her meet the tumors dude, and then she was, like, looking at herself. And then, um, yeah, and then the whole woods part. So, I mean, he was all good. It's a decent job. I mean, he saw a lot of chunks of my movies at the very end because I wouldn't finish them at school. (laughs) I would have, like, just a little bit left, and he would watch a lot of the end of them. (laughs) What would you think of just seeing that ass and chunk? No, yeah, it was... It was a weird, it was a weird movie. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that is an understatement. I, I don't know. Not knowing, not knowing like the, the whole concept of it. I mean, especially the part where uh, the skin came off. That, that's, that's what got me. Cause yeah. now, now I know the whole, the whole movie. The obviously. What yeah. the fuck is yeah, this yeah. thing underneath but yeah, the no. skin? Yeah. Like he doesn't know if like, you know, it was put on and you got to witness the skin be put on or whatever, you know, like I well, don't when, know. When they kept zooming in on the eye, you could see the black behind mm-hmm. her eyes, yeah. right? And yeah. I kept thinking because I, I forgot the ending. So I was trying to remember what the fuck the life form was. So I kept thinking it was like a liquid that was like behind her eye. And so when he looked in there, he could see that the alien was still like in her eye, like as if it was behind her brain or something. Cause I forgot about the whole fucking skin thing. 
uh, or the the being underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. That's an, I don't know if I like the design of that. I don't know. Of what it looked like yeah. after taking it off? Yeah. I don't know. It. I un- understand why they did it. Solid, all one color, fine. Absolutely no, like, distinguishable features on it. Right. That's Even what- though with the CG that they used on it, you could tell it was Scarlett Johansson who was the model. Oh, yeah. All the you way. Once you saw tell, her face, her yeah, cheekbones. Yeah. Her cheekbones really. But there was, she didn't really have boobs. And nope, I felt like, she, no, she didn't have boobs. I saw, I felt like they she were had, just like tinier, you know, like more compressed. Okay, she had no nipples. She had breasts. Yeah. She did have breasts. They're just smaller. And yeah. then obviously you couldn't see the other, the lower part of hers because that never came off. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she was created, she doesn't procreate. Right? She doesn't have a uterus. My issue with the design of it is with the color palette of this movie, it's hard to see anything with when her reveal. You see more when she's looking at the fucking skin of Scarlett Johansson and she's blinking at her than you do anything else. I guess her, though, being a black figure when you see the when the gasoline gets like splashed on her and she starts running it's a very like creepy like how the paint structures her muscles or like her back i don't know like it just looks so creepy and just like i loved how it's hanging off of her back like that that it really made it look like it was a fucking suit at the end there it was so sick if i was gonna make one change in this movie the scene where she's looking at herself fully nude in the mirror move that to the front half of the film, it'll make more sense. Because when she's standing there, she's like lifting her legs up like she's trying to figure out how her body works. She's been kill- like going out, driving around, bringing guys to her place, taking her fucking clothes off. She knows how her body works at that point. Why be... St- her job isn't to self-reflect or self-observe. Her job is to fucking get dudes based off of her looks. Now but, she's now you're saying she's like, well, why are they after my looks? And now I'm observing. Oh, and, that's not what I was. But but saying. but okay, I'm sorry. You're right. That's not what you're saying. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but but that takes away from the change of her going and being like, okay, now I'm gonna. But I'm be- saying if you just move that one scene of her looking in the full length mirror, move it to the front of the film. It makes the scene where she sees herself in the mirror when she's with the tumor guy more impactful. Because the following scene where she's just looking at herself naked, it's like she's trying to figure out because she's literally turning around, seeing how the muscles move and shit like that. She's moving her shoulder blades back to see how everything moves. It's like she's learning her body for the first time. That happens after she sees Tumor Guy? Yeah. Okay. That's when she's with the house, the dude that tries to have sex with her. Well, so she, she freaks out that she has a vagina. But that's also the first time she's exposed to something that's not like okay so that's you know deformation right that's the first time she's exposed to anything that's not her stereotypical human that maybe she's seen of right so she can see that humans are flawed that this one's not like the rest physically as well as you know emotionally that's also kind of why she puts more emphasis on his hands you have beautiful hands right so whatever protocol she has it it alters to some kind of other thing to compliment him on to make him desire her yeah 
And I think, honestly, I think that line was improved by Scarlett on the scene. That's fair. Just to try to make the guy feel more comfortable. Because yeah. I, the second he gets in that van, you could tell he's no, yeah. not comfortable at all. Yeah. Like, he's not, literally, he's not looking at her at all. I just want to go to the store. Yep. We're not at the store, are we? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go to the store. Yeah. This hot chick about to do something to me. Um, I was at the, when I saw this at the Mesa Grand, I was really surprised that this movie was only rated fucking R. Just because of all the nudity and the rape? I, or the attempted rape? Full frontal, male or female nudity. Don't give a shit about. Uh, full on hard ons? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a little scary. shocking to see on a big fucking screen. Yeah. That's true. Squish, <laughs> yeah. squish versus not. Because, I mean, it's not like Flaccid, that's they were the probably fake. You know, they were most oh, likely was... real. Yeah. Who wouldn't, you know, seeing her get undressed? <laughs> right. Come on now. Yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> and I, could, I could be a smart ass of those guys. Who, who gets fully fucking erect when she's still got her pants and bra on? <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> The eager beaver much yeah. <laughs> well you know those awkward ones in, in, in junior high you're just like what's happening right now why is <laughs> at Christ the King we would, I don't know what's going on with my body yeah, we'd put our pinkies up like this and that's how we tell our friends in class like when they would just like awkwardly happen and so I'd just be sitting there looking down at math class or something I'd look up and I'd see a pinky and I'd start laughing then the girls picked up on it and we got in trouble <laughs> Yeah. oh dear god they didn't teach. They, they don't teach you that. <laughs> Go up to a girl, pinky promise. Yeah, no shit. She's like, no, I seen your pinky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a change I would make. Is there any changes that anybody else would make? I guess just the explanation of the first dude. Just like maybe like a like a thirty second video of him imploding or something. You know, just. Because he I, just I like disagree with he that. comes up into the thing and then just disappears, like. Because a lot of guys get taken into that room in a very short amount of time in this movie. Like she's just constantly grabbing them. Yeah. Do we assume that the motorcycle guy goes and cleans up all their clothes too? Like, what the fuck happens? To I their think clothes? that's what you're meant to imply when he goes to the beach and, and he, picks he's the up cleaner. All the shit. Yeah. yeah. He he's cleans the- up so that way there's no evidence. So there's no one's can be reported missing yet because there's no proof of someone have got, mm-hmm. having gone missing. I wonder how long it's been going on for. Well, if there's multiple motorcycle yeah. dudes. Because there's, yeah. like, there's like three of them. So yeah. Like one, they each have a fucking... How long have those houses been there? Right? How many other beings are walking around like that? Because she... If you notice that too, we don't know about, right? This is just, a, they just only focus on just this one. She day. goes to multiple ha- different houses. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm that. saying. There's multiple abduction points. There's multiple dudes. And later on throughout the film, that's when they start to become more fucking motorcycle dudes. You know what I mean? Well, at first we only know there's that one guy and then he's walking and he's going around doing the cleaning. He inspects yeah. her and shit. And then all of a sudden, what the fuck? There's three and they're looking for her because she's on, she went AWOL. Right, so how many other dudes are there? Right, so they could have been doing this for fucking ever. It could be like half the island, and it could be in other countries too. Yeah, exactly, or planets. 
Now, I can honestly, I have not seen any other movie that the guy who wrote and directed this has done. At least not to my knowledge. No, he fulfilled his dream. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Scar Joe Nude? That's, she was in on it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I did read. and you know, since 93, she was involved even be, like from the very fucking mm-hmm. beginning. That's what I read very too. Very beginning. From the jump, she's like, I'm down. Let's do this shit. Yeah. She juggled her fucking schedule with all the Marvel crap that was going to be coming out. Because at that point, she had a five-picture deal with Marvel. And that's why it took five years to make this movie. They had to juggle the fucking schedules. One, she's killing aliens. The other one, she's an alien killing. (laughs) (laughs) Got to play both sides. And I was looking really hard because I never really thought about the five-year thing the first time I watched this. Um. I was trying to look to see if you can see difference in her appearance throughout the five years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See if you could see her age at all. Yeah. Didn't really notice. No, that's just adds more to how great she is. <laughs> or she ages gracefully, I guess you could say. Or, you know, makeup. Yeah. Or that's just her. She's healthy. I'm trying to think like one of the first movies. Lost in Translation might have been one of the first movies I saw her in. With Bill Murray? Yeah. She was the his female love interest. Yeah, in I've seen it once. Hammered. It's an it's a I recommend going back and rewatching it because that director is a fucking phenomenal. We own it. Do we really? Yeah, you got it from work or from the shop. Hmm, that's right. Somebody I knew it was a good one. It in, so yeah. Yeah. I watched it doing a diamond painting, so I didn't really watch it the whole the whole thing, you know. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah it's the, good from what I remember. Yeah. The chick that wrote and directed that is uh Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. Oh, tight. Okay. And he's the one who did all the Godfathers. Yeah. I I wanna say I tried to sit through through it, just kinda knew it was gonna be long. I think I did. I think I finished it, actually. I think I finally saw the first one. Uh, but I don't think I started the second. The second one's the longest. And I'm not 100% sure if I've seen Goodfellas. Really? Yeah. That one's fucking amazing. But I love all gangster movies. Right. I'll watch them all, all day, every day. That's why I like Last Man Standing, man. It's like Western gangster. Yeah. Kind of. This, it, it was, it, there wasn't a lot, but there was, right? So it was, that's the hard thing. Like, going with what you, kind of what B was saying, this movie might have done better in the box office had there been a little more back backstory. Let it let let the audience in on what a little bit. You don't have to give them everything, but just give a little bit more so people have an inkling of an idea of what's going. Maybe on. like an end end credits, end of the credits, or like. I just hate how she dies. I don't know why. I just hate just the gasoline. Like, I just yeah, hate that. I, she gets lit on fire. That's just. I think this was in 2013 was an era where people were just making endings to piss people off. <laughs> well, now he can't reuse that sleeve. Because he's got to go clean that up. They found her. She burned. That is, that's, that is the beginning of the next one. No, she didn't have the skin. They could use the skin again. She dropped the skin. Uh, she was still uh, on. 
Why it was half on her. Oh, that's true. It, it was half. half it was half like waist off because when he when he splashed again, the gasoline on her again. If you're saying that that first one, first one was is the alien, yeah. So they reuse it. They had the skin, right? Um. So, but again, he's got to go clean this up, and then that could be. And I think that's why they end it with the shot of the motorcyclist looking through to see, like looking for where she went to try to find her. Yeah. Assuming that he has to clean up after her. They didn't put fucking Lojack on her. Now that's bad artificial intelligence. Boom. Like no GPS. Everything has GPS now that is made. <laughs> Not her though. She's like, mm, I have free will. Very limited vocabulary. I know a lot about free will. Because she's sentient. We believe, right? She's self-aware. That's why she looks in the mirror and sees what yeah. What they get yeah. she's assuming she's never seen what she looks like without the skin. We don't know that either. True. That, that, then that's why that the audience is what I'll say it. is they the don't biggest want, thing. Yeah. They don't know anything. There's too much that you don't know. Yeah. There's way too much that you don't know. They want as much fucking detail. Don't leave anything to the imagination. You make that's why the Marvel films are so tight. They're so, there's so much to them and they're colorful and all this and all that. And it explains everything and everybody's happy. You throw this artsy shit in front of some normal ass people who watch Marvel films like what in fuck's ass? I don't even know. Yeah. This makes me want to kill myself. This sucks. Mm. I don't understand it. It's weird. There's too much dicks in it. <laughs> right. Grandma fainted three times. <laughs> right. Really? She fainted on the erect dick. <laughs> <laughs> she fainted on the erect dick, so now I have an uncle pending. Dear God, dude. <laughs> you were leading. I was following your lead. I thought we were I thought we were we were communicating here. <laughs> no. I told you I got you a might dark have been mind. Following my lead, but you just jumped right off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Well, and apparently grandma fell off that cliff. <laughs> okay bottom line bottom out would you recommend this movie and what do you rank it I would recommend it to my friends that have an appreciation for movies mm -hmm. not the ones that are going to be like that that was weird and not for me right kind of like the same person I would recommend maybe like Gummo to exactly. or um, what's the fucking one with the dude with the hair Eraserhead. Uh, Eraserhead, yeah. right? I wouldn't or recommend that two to or normies. Three things I know about. Yeah. Her. Mm hmm. Um. So, because it's an artsy film, right? So very I, much. So. And again, I haven't seen Pi, but I feel like that's a good reference for uh, quote unquote textbook fucking art mm. pieces films. This would fall in that category. Oh, yeah. Pi I, is so confusing. I, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I haven't seen it yet, but I do know it's a slow burn. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do highly recommend the film, but only to the people who I think would appreciate it. I've I've heard feedback from normies and they, they don't get it at all. They fucking think it sucks ass. And that's that's understandable. That's OK. These types of films are made to be appreciated by those who are going to appreciate them. Right. Mm -hmm. The normal average fuck isn't going to appreciate it. And that's why I did shitty in the box yeah. office. The numbers don't lie. OK, but the ones that do appreciate it is where it made its extra money back. Ty, I love that. But for your average ass fuck today, no, 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 not in. And for generations to come tomorrow, few and far in between would understand this. 
because because they, it's what it's so there's nothing to fucking understand because there's so little to it. Yeah, that's that's the biggest issue. Uh huh. What you never gave a ranking? Um. Well, I love sci-fi. I love Scarlett Johansson. Clothes optional. <laughs> um, I love the fact that I can kind of run with this with my imagination and that we've all kind of been able to spark certain questions about it because it leaves just so much to the unknown. It, I'd give it like probably an eight. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why it's not a ten. Like it, like it, it's not perfect, right? It, it is an art piece, but like I wasn't like holy fucking ass, you know. It was different, and I like that about it. But again, there's just there too much of the question, mm. and that's I get it. Maybe that's where he was going with it, but yep, I agree. And I'm not a normie, right? I'm not saying I hate it because there was that. I just it, I've seen better art films. Oh yeah, so have I. Oh, uh, Roxy. Um, yeah, I would definitely only recommend this to all I Oops. know is one person, Miss <laughs> Quinn. Yeah. I think Quinn would like this. Other than that, like, I'm not sure who, like, who would be able to take this in, like, how we do, you know, yeah. like, yeah. And to, like, maybe want to rewatch it to try and understand it, right? Because, like, oh, this is weird, or like, the nudity, right? Like, I maybe that's just too uncomfortable for mm. people. Well, you feel and, like, bad for her. Yeah, and also just like there's again no dialogue like that, so there's a <coughs> lot missing right there, and that's what drags it. You know, the di- no dialogue mm-hmm. and just the scenes. I feel like that can make people tap out of the movie quicker. Yeah, that's and true. very true. Because the majority of this movie is her driving. <laughs> yeah, how much yeah. of it is intriguing? The intriguing parts are like, okay, when is she going to get to the next kill? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, fuck, she's in danger. So that kind of gets you a little more hooked. But you have to wait for that build. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, all of a sudden, then you're like, oh, my God, what is she? And then, boom, she's done instead. You yeah. know, the movie's over. You're like, oh. On to the next And one. it literally wow. just kind of just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's my recommendation. Anyways, I rate it like honestly because of the ending. Just like the fact that it, they did such a good job with her makeup and the skin, mm-hmm. and just like her, like oh my god, she's an alien underneath. I give it like a nine. Hell yeah. B. See, I'm fifty-fifty. I feel like. I feel like if this movie came out, it would do fuck like right now today. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would do amazing. Okay. That's, See, I, I agree with that. That's okay. just because I feel like the generation that's coming through has the patience and has like the the open mindedness to sit through and watch a movie. Okay. Maybe not as much as like as like the people who were there when it came out in twenty thirteen, okay. just because that's when the Avengers movies and mm-hmm. the shits. That's just what people a lot of compete with. Yeah, that's what they like. That's that's just. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think. Well, the writer strike. It might come back in theaters. You know what I mean? You never know. I would definitely run to go if they. Ever I would see this. this. In oh, the in theaters. a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I'd go see it again. In the theater. Yeah, that's for sure. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would rate it like a. I would rate it like a seven, just because of the. That's fair. 
of the ending and the um just less information that it gives you. If it mm-hmm. just gives you like a little bit more information, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a like post credit scene, kind of like and I use this as a fucking <laughs> example, but post credit scene on the film and it'd be like Serbian. But they're like, and he's like, all right, get another one. Like, there's just another right. fucking skin. Yeah. And they just like, all right, you know, grab. Let's start with the little start one. Start with the little one. Oh, that would have been even more fucked if they they use like a younger oh. fucking girl as the bait. Or and then they, the and, and they start luring. They uh, go pick up the baby from the. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. But obviously, you know, they wouldn't get naked or anything. But just see how many dudes. And then it's like all 60 minutes and shit or whatever. His ass shows up. Chris to catch a predator, Chris, yeah. <laughs> but with under the skin, they just start luring. Yeah, I mean, because that's what they were—they were luring predators in a way, like just men who were just have Chris Hansen in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where are the uh, smeared off ices that I ordered? <laughs> Zimas <laughs> <laughs> with Jolly Ranchers. Um, yeah, I I highly recommend this movie. Um, just like we've talked about, just go in knowing that. 90% of people are not going to like this movie. Yeah. They're not going to. They're not going to have the patience for it. Um, it is, like you said, and watching this movie again for the first time in probably about five or six years. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. This is a perfect example of art house experimental films. Like you said, Eraserhead. It very much reminded me of a David Lynch film. Mm-hmm. Very much reminded me of fucking David Lynch. And people hated his experimental movies when they fucking came out. They still hate him now? Oh, hell no. No, people, people don't him. hate this movie now. Yeah. This movie has gained so much notoriety in the past 10 years. Yeah. Um, because people got their heads out their ass. Yes, this movie is a slow burn. It burns extremely slow from both ends of the fucking candle. But it is a beautiful film, slightly dark in some points. As an average film goer, I would rate this movie probably an eight. But as a guy who went to film school, worked on movies, studied fucking films, this is a 10. Yeah, like, I saw that coming. It's, it's a, it is beautiful. From that, from that <clears throat> lens. Yeah, it's a 10 mm-hmm. because there was a lot of crap that had never been done at the time that this movie was made. Oh, yeah. But, well, the cameras and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. And, they innovated a lot that they are using today, like on fucking reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Jerry Seinfeld uses the technology that this fucking shit did. Well played. On his drive around in the car with Jerry. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. I, who the hell were you? Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Jer- Jerry. Jerry Springer? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> that would be a whole other thing. <laughs> Under the skin meets Jerry Springer. <laughs> Trey the Trash Edition. That's the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just like I said, tra- You hot as fuck. I'll get in your van with you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll go in the scary house. My grandma's got a house. Oh shit, what's this weird shit? Oh God, I'm getting sucked. Oh, I don't care. Oh. Why are you staring between your legs? God damn it. He, he still has his beer. It's outside of the fucking liquid. He just holds it out like this above. He still, then all of a sudden you just get sucked in after he, he gets vacuumed. Man down. Man down. This is my poppy shine. Damn it. 
<laughs> but yeah, tread extremely lightly with it. Um, now, when I watched this the first time, I wasn't running out to see it. But this is a movie that you have to watch more than once. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, because yeah. it you have to give it at least two viewings because you will pick up the stuff that you didn't notice the first time. It's the first time you're going to be fighting your eyelids. <laughs> yeah, and or just going, what's happening? And you're yeah. so focused on what the hell's going on that you're just like, confused. This, like, granted, like I said, this is the first time I watched it probably in about six years. But I've watched this movie over 20 times. Mm. And it wasn't until this viewing that I noticed that fucking the head blinked. The skin mm-hmm. blinks at the end. It's yeah. the first. And I saw it in fucking theater. And like I said, you don't always pick up on everything every time you watch a movie. That's that's the joy of movies. Every time. doesn't matter how many times you watch the same movie. I watch Halloween. Well, maybe not Halloween. That's a bad example. <laughs> I know pretty much everything that happens in that. Most movies that I go back and rewatch now, I'm always picking up on something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Every single damn time. Yeah, it's the joy. That's why they get made. That's why they last as long as they do. Right. As long as they don't get canceled. Um, that's a story for another day. Uh, well, that ends this short sci-fi retro. Um, I... I enjoyed doing it. I'd like to do another round of sci-fi, maybe. We have to do, like, Predator and Alien, you know, obviously, see, like, the classic. See, I think we should do that That is its own little group. Okay. Well, I was do also thinking, together. what if we started doing film groups by director, right? Like, we did a chunk of Ridley Scott. We do a chunk of fucking... I, I was also th- kind of thinking something like that. Okay. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Shit like that. Um, I, okay. Just I want to stay... Yeah. You want to stay away from what? I just thought, no, I don't want to do a whole lot of superhero shit. Oh, yeah. Christopher Nolan does a whole lot more than superheroes. I know. I'm just saying, I'm just making it clear. <laughs> Basically, he's saying he does not want to touch Batman. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do Joker. Yeah. Joker's and, good, though. I like yes. Joker. That would be an interesting one. retrospective. Do that guy's film work. We could talk about Joker and the Hangover in the same fucking. <laughs> well, and then also the Gigi Allen. Yeah, documentary that he did. Which documentaries I'm, are hard to do podcasts on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. They're biased. It it's not undoable. Yeah, it's just kind of finding the way to go about doing it. Well, I mean, if we start talking about Gigi Allen and him, you know, shitting on stage and shoving oh, a microphone in his ass, was the definition of scab punk. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, side tangent. <laughs> there was a bar in Las Vegas. I think I was telling you guys about it on the Leaving Las Vegas one. The Double Down Saloon. Mm. This, like, the ski, skeezies, and I think I said it on the podcast, like, it feel, you feel like you catch an STD walking <laughs> to the fucking door. Um, they give you one at the door. They had literally two TVs on, at least from where I was sitting, you had two TVs to look at. This side was showing hardcore bondage porn. <laughs> this side had Gigi Allen. <laughs> wow. All right. It was a very interesting bar. To say the least. <laughs> I got dragged there by a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, uh, take some time out of your day to go watch something kind of fucking weird that might be outside your comfort zone. That's okay. Um, you know, sometimes being introduced into something that's, Kind of not within your normal jive is is okay. Um, 
it's okay to be like, this isn't for me. Uh, but you can always go back to the films that you do love, you know, mm-hmm. different kinds of sci-fi. Uh, you can go horror, you can go comedy, drama, whatever the fuck. But yeah, just keep watching them. Keep yeah. going out there and watch them. Don't be afraid to watch something new. Yeah, exactly. Give everything a shot once. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, damn, I've seen some really awful movies. You're like, I couldn't sit through that. There's been films that I've gotten up and just fucking be like, I, I'm not. Like in the theater, I paid money and I was like, I didn't get a refund or nothing because fuck that. But I was just like, okay, I'm I'm not going to finish this. This is not for me. And that's okay. And luckily with nowadays, we can stream shit and just be like, all right, not this. <laughs> but you got to give it time. <laughs> that's the only thing that sucks too is we have that freedom to be like, yeah, nope, exit. Yep. <laughs> Whereas in the theater, you're like, okay, do I got to be that guy that's going to get up? Maybe they think I'm just going to go pee. Anyways, uh, take some time after you pee and watch the movies. And I don't give a fuck what kind, but go watch them and talk to people about them. We'll catch you all next time. Later, y'all. <laughs> later, later. Yeah, um, thank you all for listening. Seth, thank you as always. Roxy and B, thank you for joining once again. Um, oh, also, we do have a movie pit podcast instagram yes we so do. you can follow us on movie pit podcast on instagram uh or email us at movie pit podcast at gmail.com um yeah thank y'all so much if you stuck around thank you you don't even know we were crazy thank you for sticking around <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like i said that ends the sci-fi retrospective which brings us to my favorite time of the year the spooky season. Valentine's Day? <laughs> that That's spooky enough. <laughs> um, so, for October, we're doing Night of the Demons 2. Hocus Pocus. Uh, we have Trick or Treat in there. We're throwing in Halloween 2, 1981s. Um, and then we're jumping Halloween one week into November so we can wrap it up because I think it's kind of cool that 30 years later they made a sequel we're going to be doing Hocus Pocus 2 um, and we got an interesting <laughs> lineup for November and yeah well we'll talk about that because yeah you're welcome <laughs> yeah I don't know if I've seen Hocus Pocus please tell me you're joking no for real I, I don't think I've seen it um, that's your wife's favorite Halloween movie there's no way I've seen witches more times than I've seen Hocus Pocus I don't know wow. what the hell I haven't seen it oh wow okay. that's, that's gonna be interesting maybe he just doesn't remember I feel like we've all sat down and watched it with Kristen with our phones It's possible, but at the old house. Yeah, I know. How much do I remember of the old I, house? Exactly. exactly so. so I don't know. <laughs> well, so definitely tune into October where we hopefully have some very interesting conversations, especially the first week, because last year we did Night of the Demons, and one year later we're doing Night of the Demons too, and it's a different beast, but, but it's fun as fuck. And I know you watched the remake already. I have, yeah. So maybe another two years down the line on Halloween we'll get to that one might as well let's um, keep going with it as always thank you for all the downloads keep listening until next time babies. thank you for listening to this the movie pit movie radio we hope you have enjoyed your time Podcast each week.
Thank you.